All right, cool. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode here of Africans Talk Football Season 3. I uh, hope everybody's feeling good tonight. How are you guys? Fantastic. Great. Good, good. This is this is uh I'm I'm sad my I'm sad my buddy Mike isn't here, but you know, this is this is one of the weeks that we look forward to. Usually, you know, all the teams have won, but we we, we have a, a reoccurring guest. He, I don't even want to call him a guest no more. We got our boy Solomon here, <laughs> who is our Manchester City representative. So we we're gonna have some fun today. But um <laughs> before we get into talking about our teams, I do as as a Chelsea blue through and through, I have to say Thank you, and good luck in retirement to uh, Chelsea legend Eden Hazard. Sure. Um, man, it, it was it was kind of bittersweet to honestly see the announcement. I believe it was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it was on Tuesday when he officially announced his retirement. Um, I believe at the age of thirty-two years old, which is honestly young. But you know, as as we know, since he's gone to Real Madrid, he's he's had his fair share of injuries. He hasn't really been able to see the pitch. And, you know, it's kind of sad to see such a legend go at the age of 32. But what he was able to do for, for Chelsea will will never go. I mean, the streets will always remember what Eden Hazard did, man. Um, he won every trophy he possibly could with us outside of Europe. Um he never won the Champions League. He left, or he actually got to the team from Lille right after we won our Champions League in 2012. And then he was not on the team, you know, in 2021 when we won for our second Champions League. But what he was able to do, um, what he was able to do just for the majority of that 2010 regime through the 2010s, it, everybody will remember he was probably the best, if not, you know, always top three attackers in the league. You could put him anywhere. You could put him on the outside. You could put him as the 10. He wasn't really a striker, but he kind of, it it was, it was fun to see him play because when he was on the Chelsea team, it was one when we had Jose Mourinho. So we were defensive, but he was always a guy that was able to just free roam. He never really had a set position. He was always all over the pitch. And even, you know, through the 2010s as, more and more Premier League teams started to adopt more of a, a system. Um, he was always that special player that was kind of allowed to just do what he wanted to do. And we we're honestly missing a lot of wingers or attacking players now that have the creativity and freedom that he had. And just, you know, his ability to score off a whim, you know, will truly be missed, especially from the Chelsea fans. I mean, there's no Chelsea player in the world that, has anything bad to say about the guy. He came in every day. He worked hard. He was a leader of our team. He was able to create some of the most magical moments that we've seen. Um, just, uh, I mean, just countless, countless goals, countless, countless plays where he would go box to box, where he would score, where he'd assist. I mean, when we had him, Willie, and Pedro, we were honestly a team to beat. Like, we had some of the quickest and most creative attacking players. And then when you put, you know, people like Fabregas, Juan Mata, Ramirez, players like that behind him and just able to be creative and and work for him and with him as well. It was such, um, it was just such a pleasure. And it was honestly a gift to have a player as good as him because those players are, are, are once in a generation, to be honest. He, 
he is a once in a generation player. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to win anything with Belgium, which is pretty sad because, you know, they had the Kevin De Bruyne, the Eden Hazard, Tibor Courtois. They, they had a they had a pretty good golden generation. So it, it's kind of sad and a little underwhelming that Belgium wasn't able to go farther with him on the squad. But other than that, man, his club career, you know, starting in, in Belgium, then going to France at Lille, making a name for himself and then getting the big move to Chelsea. Um speaks for himself you know you can look at his accolades you can go down his wikipedia page and see everything he did but just wanted to say you know congrats to that man legend of the game absolutely i can't wait until we start talking you know who are some of the prem's best attackers best number 10s if you want to call him a number 10 but um you know he now that he's finally retired people are going to be looking up his videos and and, and looking back for the past decade and see, <laughs> and just seeing the damage he did to some men. Some men literally left the league because he was there. So, you know. Facts. It's, um, <laughs> no, like like legit. <laughs> like legit. So it's wow. it's just um it's bittersweet, but as a legend, as a Chelsea player, as a Chelsea fan, um just gonna say thank you again and and good luck in, in retirement. I don't know if you guys had anything to say about Hazard, but just had to give him my little piece there. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I mean, we were, he almost came to United. Um, it's unfortunate that he decided to pick uh, the Blues. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Definitely one of the best players uh, the Premier League has ever seen, certainly. Took away a, uh, um, a Premier League title from Spurs. Yeah, from Spurs. Um, and allowed Leicester to, you know, rightfully win that. They claimed that, um, you know, Premier League title. Um, you guys, would, uh, you know, unless you guys have anything to say, I mean, can... no, I just want to say, man, he, he's a, a a goat in my eyes. I mean, what he did in the prem while we were there, and it might not like. I know, you know, we're in the age of like stat books and all that other stuff. So, you know, as time goes on, people's stats are just going to naturally get better and and higher. Um, and all his stats won't show what he's done for the game and in the game. Um, and one thing I'd say that really stands out to me about him is that, like Cornelius pointed this out all the time, he he was like a, a an honest player too. Like if he he never tried to flop. He never tried mm-hmm. to, you know, he wanted to you know obtain the contact and still push for it. So he a real one, man. Um, did a lot of the game. Man. I'll just say for me, first player that I think I was like, oh, he got that dog in him. Like he plays, he plays like that. I remember I started watching 2010. So right when 2012, when he joined the league, I was like, and I just joined to start watching Man City. I was like, yo, this, <laughs> I was like, this guy's good. I, now I see, you know, what where um what it looks like when there's a player that the output might not be like the like matches some of these crazy numbers some other players are making, but you can always tell it's like that's the player that makes something happen. Um things need to happen so definitely i mean we can just get into his third sub cell since we already talking about him yeah. um but definitely i mean one of the best uh uh wingers in the premier league for sure so i kind of wanted to go um some guys in the past so i guess yeah at this point you know some guys in the past one guy's a present guy but um start sub cell um Eden Hazard, Mohamed Salah, 
Gareth Bell. Wow, Bell. Bell. Yeah. Gareth Bell. <clears throat> say say one more time. Say this one more time. Start sub sell. Um, Eden Hazard, Gareth Bell, Muhammad Salah. I gotta go with African Muhammad Salah. You gotta start. Sure. Um, yeah. Sub Hazard, sub Bell. Right. I'm agreeing with you, Gabriel. Yeah, that's because 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 that's prime Gareth Bell was something, but um, it was like yeah, three, it was like three years at most. I think the, the unquestioned one we can agree is Salah, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm starting my boy. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. I gotta start. I, I mean they so <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I mean it is it's crazy because we literally had that issue at Chelsea. Who do we start? Salah mm-hmm. or, or Hazard? Yeah. Like that was a real life thing. It wasn't just start sub sell, you know. But um unfortunately, bro, I, I so uh, again I would start Hazard. I would sub Salah and then selling bail but it's it's crazy when you look back at who our team had and who we let go because it was Oscar Kevin De Bruyne Salah mm-hmm. and Hazard all coming around the same time and so for us to have those four players before we knew exactly what they would turn out to be and now that you look back in hindsight it's like yo if we were somehow able to make all of that work we would be the city of today we would have won. We we would have won title after title after title straight up. So it, it's tough seeing that, but but yeah, I, I gotta start editing. Gotta start editing. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, comment below um, what you guys think. So the real the real unquestionable one was selling bail. Then I think we all agreed. <laughs> yeah, bro, you, you yeah. gotta go. Uh, Bail's gotta go. It's not you. It's it's the options. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. I know this episode is a is a little late, so I actually had to catch up on on some of the highlights because I forgot who all played last week. But last week was actually a big week in the print. Um, a lot of a lot of big results from you know teams at the top, bottom, and middle. There were a lot of matches that were that were fun to watch. Um, before we get into our specific teams, we have to start with the team that is currently sitting at the top of the table on twenty points strictly off goal differential and it's only because they have more goals than Arsenal. Um Spurs. They um <clears throat> corny win, very weak win, but to go down 10 men, 30 minutes in the match and to hold until the very end and then you know get the winner. Um it's a good win, man. At, at the end of the day, we say this every time, winners win. It doesn't matter if it's cute or ugly, if it's a massacre or if you get a last minute 96 minute winner. You know, three points is three points. And somehow, some way, Spurs just keep managing to get, you know, three points or, or they're not conceding. You know, they they have – I think they're they're not leading the league in clean sheets, but they're up there. Um, and they're scoring at will, it seems like. Even without Harry Kane, their prolific goal scorer, you know, most goals for their club, they still manage to – buy into whatever Ange has to say and, and they just keep winning. Um, is this a, is this, I, I know it's a little early. We haven't even played 10 matches yet, but is Spurs serious? Like, do you guys see this continuing? Because right now they, they look very good. I mean, even the year that, you know, Salam, you're talking about 2016, where 
they lost on the last match of the day or last match of the year. You know, they they look better than they did then. I don't know what it is. Their their offense looks more fluid. Their defense actually looks a little bit more fortified. Um, Romero, I, he's made so many mistakes this year already, but he still looks like one of the better backs in the league, which is which is wild for me to say because I wasn't saying that last year. Um, what do you guys think about this Spurs team? Is this serious, or do we think they'll fall off like the usual Spurs? I mean, I don't know. They look good. They look good. I, they look good. Yeah. I think they'll fall off. I think Spurs will always be Spurs, and until they prove me wrong, then they prove me wrong. But I don't know. They look great. <laughs> um, yeah. Basuma, I've always known Basuma could do this. I've wanted Basuma for a long time, for like years on my team now. Um, and I've always wanted James Madison for a while now. Like I've wanted – you guys have known this. I've wanted James Madison for a minute. So to see us linked and then to both see them go to Spurs definitely hurt a little bit um, because it's like now I'm kind of forced not to like you. But they're balling out over there just like I always kind of thought they would. And I thought they'd do that for Arsenal. Um, but, I mean, it's just kind of crazy to see – uh, that team go and um, their left back. What is his name? Is it um Abisanya? I, I forgot his name is. Um, but their left back as well, young cat. But he's good. Um, yeah, he's good. They, I don't know. Son doing this thing. They, they look good. I don't know. I think um, like he's got. You can't, you can't deny that Spurs look good right now. But I just think that one injury and then they're back to, you know. The reality. Um, I, I think uh, I know I'm not mistaken, but they're in Europe, correct? Like they still got comp- well, they're out of the Car- no, I don't think they're, I don't think they're in Europe. Well, I mean, well, they're out of the Carabao Cup for sure. Um, I just think that, um, similar situation to like West Ham a few years ago, I think that they have a solid 11 players. Um, but you know, some, God forbid something happened to Madison, I, that team, where's the creativity going to come from i think that the way that they've been winning these games is not sustainable for me yeah i I'm, i hear you but they're not in europe so that's what i'm saying like they're just playing one game a week yeah I, well and, and that's no where and me. that's where that's where that little advantage comes in because we were just playing one game a week last year you know so I, that's why I think, you know, I mean, Madison's going to get his yearly. He's going to get his annual one, you know, always. But that's more manageable when, you know, they're playing one game a week, you know. Yeah. And it's a lot easier. So, I don't know. They look they look, they look, look good, though, so far. They look good. But they're undefeated just also, like us. Yeah. No, I was saying, I think also we're, we're really – underestimating the the coach Anj. Yeah, no, the coach. Yeah, shout out to manager. Yeah, that man, that manager, he's been doing he's been doing great things there. It's kind of like it's kind of walks. I think he might be like the the driving force behind so much of uh of what's making this so good. Cause I think uh Madison came out, he said like as soon as I got there, as soon as from the first training, he's been having us running drills and and just like really created this. I think for a long time Spurs felt uh felt like they didn't want to win almost. It's like they just kind of – there would be long stretches in the season where they're just, like, not focused. And and so we're getting into that part of the season. And I think if Ansh uh, can k- 
can keep them focused, uh, it could be, yeah, that could be definitely be dangerous. But ultimately, like, it feels like one of those years where they need other teams to mess up more uh, across their season. Um, so they need Arsenal to have something bad happen. They need City to continue this bad run of form. And then you United to stay off the game. Like, and if that happens, then I think they don't even need to keep the same level, but they can just still do really well with just the pieces they got. Um, but yeah, an injury to one wrong person like Madison out or, or, or uh, what is it called? Son, it could be really bad. Yeah, I think you're right there. So where, where do you guys think that their goals come from? Son off the left all year? I, I actually don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I mean, I, at this point, like Son, I think will get his annual 18 to 22. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he will because of the way they're playing. But I don't think, like, they're kind of like the Chelsea from two, three years ago where you don't necessarily know who's going to score. You just know they're going to get a team goal somehow. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they're necessarily – I mean, they're reliant on Sun scoring. Don't get me wrong. Like, if he gets 12 goals only in the Prem, if he only gets 13 or 14, I think they're going to be hurting. But yeah, the way they play, it's – you know, they can get a goal from anywhere kind of. Not in a – they're super good in every place. It's just they're very well-rounded and everyone is, you know – decent enough to where you know it's a corner it's a free it's 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 a set piece in the attacking third they work the ball up it's a counter attack you know it's they have multiple ways that they can score because they're honestly just like a solid team right now yeah so i think they'll definitely have to rely on son but it's not like how they used to have to rely on kane but you know we'll um you know time will tell i i I just want to say this this Spurs team is definitely um, they're definitely making a statement so far, um, you know, for, through the first eight weeks or so. Another team that has looked decent so far, but has had their ups and downs is Liverpool. Um, mm-hmm. A tough two two draw this past weekend to Brighton, um, but you know they're still in the top four currently, looking very good. They're still getting goals from you know their front three as they should. Do we think this Liverpool team is a contender, just like just like Spurs? Do you think they have what it takes to go over the edge? Because right now, I think their biggest issue is their defense. You know, they're they're getting scored on, and Virgil looks Virgil don't look like Verge. You know what I'm saying? Look um, looks very very vulnerable. Hey, looks very very vulnerable. But. You know, with Klopp, you always have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Last year, they were in shambles for most of the year, still ended up in fifth place. So you got to give them some sort of benefit of the doubt with, one, the players they have on the pitch and then the manager they have, you know, leading leading the helm too. But what do we think about Liverpool? Because they've always, they've always, you know, Loki had a leaky defense, but they've always been able to score four. If you're going to score three on us, we'll score four. Do we think I that think, they'll be able to continue that this year? Yeah, I think I think scoring wise, like just them scoring late goals is back. I think that Liverpool yeah. is back for sure. <laughs> um, and I think once again, like you said, they're not I don't think they're as poor as you guys are saying defensively. I mean they are, but they have been pretty bad. Um and I think, you know, just as the season goes on, things will change, but 
they're back to scoring goals. They can, and goals are just going to come from wherever, you know. Like they, they, this past couple of years, they have had injuries um, quite a bit. You know, guys have been out, ACLs. You know, they have players that that came in and barely played five games. Um, and now, you know, kind of everyone's well-rested. They kind of are done with the hangover of coming in second and Champions League, and now I feel like they're hungry again. And Salah kind of has a, a whole new team mm-hmm. in a sense. You know what I mean? He has a whole new gang with him. So, yeah, I think, I think this team, I don't think they'll be – necessary title content i mean they they could they honestly could but i see them being in the mix somewhere like a, a three or four maybe you know yeah. like i see them being close like in the mix maybe taper off somewhere but i see them i see them being in the mix i think with liverpool because if that that var decision the way that, that if that never happened yeah, it, that was also terrible. yeah and it's like th- this 2-2 draw like this 2-2 draw would have been fine with Brighton in particular if yeah. that wasn't what happened the week before, you know? And so, like, it's hard because I, I genuinely I look at their last five games, drew, the la- drew this last one, lost the one before that. But really, they were on, like like you were saying earlier, they were still they were scoring goals consistently. Um, so uh, it's hard. I feel like the VAR decisions have hit them a little bit harder than normal at this point in the season. Um, but the fact that they basically gave up three points or were taken three points were taken from them in that way, and they're still seven only three points from top, yeah, you know, that's that says some um, about like what where they're at. Um, and it looks like Klopp's like re energized, he was looking a little like I think sluggish and un- just like I don't know, it's uninterested, but he just felt he didn't seem like the same way he was before, and he seems really fired up to to do something this year. Yeah, I mean, he got the guys that, you know, he's been asking for. So, like, I actually think Liverpool are one of the dark horses for the Premier League title this year. Yeah. I think to your guys' point, like, they've shown that they can score this year. Um, And that, honestly, like, when you look at – I mean, defensively, like, yeah, they had their issues last year. They certainly still have their issues this year. But um, they, they still look like one of the better teams this year. Um, they're putting in goals. Salah is, you know, looking hungry. Darwin looks like he's hitting his stride. And like you guys said, I mean, he, you know, now Salah has a whole new supporting cast. So I think what will be interesting is as the season progresses, seeing which competition they take seriously, because I feel like they always just find themselves in a semifinal or quarterfinal. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, that's true. Maybe we just put all our, you know, chips you know we just play our chips forward and see what happens so yeah it depends um i still think that they'll be in europa league though come december see them on thursdays you may see us on (laughs) (laughs) we may only see you on the weekends conference you guys only see us on the weekend I, i wouldn't be i think that that may be for the best um, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't really need, uh, you know, no intro or anything. I'll just say what was important was the three points. Um, shout out Scott McTominay. I don't know where yeah. those goals come from, but oh, are we starting with United? We not start with the team that lost. What do you mean? Who lost? Oh, you guys. I mean, we can just end with y'all, but I just this will be quick. No, 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 no. Chelsea didn't lose, bro. 
No, I know. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, no, this know. guy down here. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, below you, below you. You're, All right, better, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll end on game of the week. We'll end on yeah, game we'll end on the game of the week. But I mean, yeah, I, the the United game for me was very simple. Still, don't see any patterns of play. I, I think that where those two goals come from was, you know, it was it was from from the Lord Himself. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I um. They put some respect on Scott McTom, man. No, for sure. I I think that you know, like. You got to give him credit. At the end of the day, he still needed to put those goals in the back of the net. And both goals were just like, they were like straight will. You know, it wasn't like, you know, no tactics involved. It was just, you know. And and to be honest with you, man, you got to give credit to Harry Maguire, too, for getting his head on the on the assist for the second goal. So, like, you know, I I mean, I – that's not sustainable. Um, you know, I, I still think defensively we have issues. Um, the goalkeeper, you know, always seems to be, you know, at the center of everything, whether it be his fault or not. Um, it just it, it, it just never looks good for him, which is why I want to pose the question today to all of you guys. Um, which keeper are you taking, De Gea or Onana? De Gea. Yeah. For United. For United. Yeah, I'll say De Gea just I'm, because I'm of how – yeah, how the oh, team is set up is for De for Gea's type of play. We talked about that too. Yeah, I mean, it's just it. It's tough to judge a man off his first, you know, two months. But Cornelius, based on what I've seen, it's been bad. bad. It's been bad. It's, it's been like when Kepa bad. came over, like, and Kepa like was Claudio Bravo. Bravo when he joined City. It was literally man had no shoot anything at him was going in. Yeah, literally. It's, Bad. Any shot on target, just and I hate that because you know yeah. we're African here. I'm trying to really, yeah, like, I'm trying to, really, I really am. But like, so, I just can't help but think that every time that the, there's a shot on target, there's a good chance that you know it it's could hard to go in. So well, how how that SpongeBob line go? Then drop on the deck and fuck like a fish, <laughs> man. But yeah, man. <laughs> no. I think, um, but like the. To Solo's point, to what we talked about last week, I just, I don't, I still don't understand like why we got this, um, you know, ball playing center back when we're not even, when we don't even keep the ball. You know, we need someone who's going to keep the ball from going into the back of the net. And unfortunately, um, that person is out the door and we got someone that can play with his feet. Um, and I mean, he's playing with the results as well, too, because. <laughs> He's he's letting in a lot of shit. So, yeah, no, honestly, I, I was gonna propose a question that he might have to go on fraud watch. Uh, I mean, listen, no, like he, I, I he think might have. It might be the first keeper ever that might have to go there because what I've no, because what I've seen these past two months have been horrendous. Like, Real bad. and it's not that it's not that we're just trying to point him out because we're not ever just trying to point. Him out. African he's the reason of some of your L's, like some of your results. Yeah, he's he at least the reason of some of your Prem L's. And yeah, Man United is known for being top of the table in the Prem. So for him to just and he might make up for midweek in a in a in a you know in a Carabao or whatever match, but that's not what you want, you know. And he's messing up in, in key moments. So I can only imagine. If 
sometimes get more key than what he's gonna do. I don't know. He um he's very shaky. He's very shaky. I can't oh. really speak right now because I have some things to say about <laughs> my keeper too, but he looks very shaky. But I mean, we just we've all agreed we're, we're not putting any Africans on fraud watch. So that's I think he can be amongst the area, like you know, he's <laughs> definitely outside the door. He, he could be sure. crossing guard. He'll he'll be crossing guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like, know? Not, you, you know, you need to come to fraud watch. Come here. <laughs> I'll make sure you get yeah, safe yeah. travels. Yeah, but no, but definitely. I I mean. Onana versus De Gea, I feel like that's a very valid debate. I mean, like I said, you know, you have this ball-playing, you know, goalkeeper uh, in this team that doesn't play with their feet. Um, we concede a lot of possession. We concede a lot of shots. Um, and we don't have a goalie that can make any saves, unfortunately. So comment below who you think, Onana or De Gea. But, um, yeah, I mean – Shout out, uh, did your boy keep a uh, clean sheet, Cornelius? Was that Robert? No, Sanchez? he didn't. But I, but I had a question <laughs> for you before we get on, uh, Chelsea. Yes, sir. So I know you've had your reservations about Scott McTominay being, you know, that center mid. You've always wanted someone that could be a little bit more creative, that mm -hmm. it's a little bit more offensively gifted. Given his last, you know, couple of weeks, I, I'm just gonna say his last like three, four weeks. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not. No. 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 This question is gonna land. This question is gonna land. So, okay. Given his last month, let's just give it his last month. He scored for country. He scored for club. Yeah. He's starting to be, you know, one of your more reliable players on the pitch. Given that you guys spent this money for Mason Mount, who has not been able to produce as much as I, I believe you would hope. Hmm. Do you see Scott McTominay as? the same as before or are you a little bit more willing to give him you know time seeing that mount hasn't been able to produce well well mason mount doesn't change my opinion of scott mctominay no no, no. i'm, I'm not saying he should or he shouldn't i'm just talking about you guys spent this money for mount you spent the 60 mil he was supposed to come in be your creative midfielder that 810 role you know but yeah. he hasn't been he's had injuries so he has had his injuries so i don't want to gloss over that yeah. but you know a guy that you've you've been pretty you know hard about McTominay has come in and he's put in shifts this last month mm -hmm. does this does this ease you a little bit considering that you know Mount isn't the guy that you or Mount has not been the guy yet that you know you've seen him be in the past for Chelsea or that you bought I mean for me personally I, I would say no just because I think <laughs> look at Mike. <laughs> I think um I would say for me me personally, I would say no. <laughs> and I would say no because he did, hold on. Hold Shut on. up. Shut Mike. Shut up, Mike, man. <laughs> so listen, even when he came though, I I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you guys know how I felt about him. Um he, I don't really expect much from him to be to be very honest with you. So like, you know, McTominay scoring these goals really has <laughs> McTominay scoring these goals really have nothing to do with my opinion of Mason Mount, to be very honest with you. I think, I mean, since we're talking about him, I, I will say though, like he does everything that Bruno does to a lesser level to me, if we're just being honest. They cover the same ground, they try to occupy the same spaces, and they try to essentially produce the same things. But 
Um, I just think Bruno is a, is a tad bit, a little bit more quality than he is. Um, but, bro, like, I mean, no. To answer your question, Cornelius, like, it doesn't ease me because um, I don't think that McTominay is going to give us performances week in, week out. I know Mason Mount isn't right now. Um, certainly not in the position that he's playing in. Um, so I think the best case scenario for our midfield is um, one of the left, left backs getting healthy so that Amrabat can partner Casemiro. Um, and then hopefully Bruno can be the 10, and then you can bench Mason Mount. Mason Mount, like I said, off the bench is not a bad option. For him so to come in and, and do do a you know a utility thing, like – to come in and see out the game, like I'm for that, but like week in week out, starting in the prem, we already have Bruno. Like, no, like we don't, we don't need the both of you guys. So, absolutely. So, not. to to Mike's point, he thinks McTominay might be better than Mason Mount right now. Is that they play? Different. I mean, just current, just current form. Is that what you think is true? I don't know. I don't think that McTominay is better than Mason Mount. I don't think Mike. That's wild. Just asking, just, I'm just That's asking wild. for the fans. Yeah. Mike, ask them about Havertz. I don't know. What, why are you coming for Mason hey. Okay. Hey. This, We're this not all Arsenal yet. We're not all Arsenal. All year he's been giving me, oh, Mason Mount, Mason Mount. Like, bro, I'm not, like, pressed at all. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not stressed over it. I will, I will say one It'll thing. Be a little bit, about, Emrabat does look good for you guys. Um, I do like the way he plays. Um, he was a good fit. I think he will. Uh, I think he'll prosper at your club. We'll for sure. Like I said in the snap, man, you guys, we need some Moroccan muscle, some muscle <laughs> in midfield. Um, but yeah, man, if you know, you know. Glazers out. <laughs> Every United segment he's in with that. At this point, Glazers out. Yeah, yeah Glazers out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't say that about you know. I'm not gonna speak about that time anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? You, I know, I, I know how you would feel though. Yeah, man. I mean, well, shit. I mean, speaking of you know bad ownership, <laughs> Chelsea's gonna win three 0 today. <laughs> Y'all seen that video? Yeah, yeah. The Champions League versus Real Madrid. He's like, what do you no, think the score? I... He said Chelsea wins, but how much? 3 0. I was like, wow. Top Never goal. mad at my manager for believing in, in his club. <laughs> Never that was top bully. That wasn't, that wasn't even. Yeah, no, it was the owner. It was the owner. That was top bully. Cash in oh, no. I, I, I thought I meant, I said, I thought I said owner. Yeah, I'll never be mad at my owner for believing in his club. I mean, shit. He, he paid money for us. So you better believe some. 3.5 Billy. We worth some, you know, but. Nah, man, this this Burnley this Burnley match was just one more step in the right direction. Um, it really doesn't it, it doesn't make me jump out of my seat because again we got scored on first, we conceded first. I know we you know ended up getting three one win, but for me there were still some things that we could definitely improve on. Um, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of everything, but. It's good to see us being able to score multiple goals. Um, one was an own goal. We also got a penalty. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But if you guys look at Nicholas Jackson's third goal, um, it's exactly what I it's exactly what I needed. Hey, Mike, we're back. Talk to him, Mike. We're back. 
That's why we got the light here today. You know, we keep winning. Maybe you'll see a jersey sooner than later. Mike, you're missing <laughs> but, the light. Look at the light. Like, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> it was good to see Nicholas Jackson get that third goal because that was a real striker's goal. He gets it in the box. He makes a little move. He's just a defender off of him, and then he finishes in the corner. First of all, I mean, it, I'm calm. I'm calm, but but for me to see no, my striker. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Mike. No, I'm not uh, the hide. I'm not even looking at. I'm not scared of Mike. Let's hide his comments. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back. Mike, we, 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 back. We, we got him. We, we got him in a week or two. We got him in a. We got him in another week. We got some time. But for for me to see Cole Palmer playing the way he is solo, thank you. That was the best 35 million we spent in the last since 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 Bo, since Bully's ownership. The 35 million we spent for Cole Palmer has been the best bargain the best bargain that we spent in the last two years. We didn't overpay for a player. We got somebody who grew up in a great system, who was a solid player, left-footed assassin, and he's been able to control our midfield better than anyone I could see. Better than Enzo, better than Caicedo. Caicedo is playing better. Enzo is starting to heat up a little bit. But Cole Palmer came onto the pitch and has demanded the ball and has de- and his presence is there. It's being felt, and it's super refreshing to see. Um, so, so, I mean, I know we, we're not doing shout outs, but that has been my shout out for the last couple of weeks. He's really, he's really shown everybody like, look, I can play. And if you guys want to, you guys want to muck around and you guys want to, you know, do dilly dally, I'm just going to come in here. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to work hard and I'm going to earn the gapper's respect. And it seems that's what he's done. You know, he didn't come into Chelsea starting off the bat. It took him a few weeks to actually get into the team, but now that he's here, it doesn't look like he's going anywhere, and that is what I want to see. That mm-hmm. and that's what I meant by an identity, like a Chelsea identity, bro. Like, come in and just work hard. Connor Gallagher, I've been super, super hard on him as a player since the beginning. I mean, he's been a Chelsea Academy player, even when he was on Crystal Palace. I was like, okay, he looks good, but let's see him in a Chelsea shirt. Let's see if he's able to produce the same. And he hasn't really been able to do what he was able to do at Palace because he had a little bit more freedom. But I think now he's understanding, okay, this is what Chelsea needs me to be right now. So I'm going to be this type of player. And because he's doing it so well, you're seeing other aspects of his game start to open up. And I feel like that is, you know, at the end of the day, that is the identity of Chelsea. We have so many good players. We've always been, you know, a team that spends a lot for our players. We've always had some of the top players in the league. But at the end of the day, you need to work as a part of the system. It used to be a Jose Mourinho system, and then it, you know it's gone through its different phases and all that. But at the end of the day, Chelsea is best when we have a good keeper, when we have a good center back, when we have a good center mid, and when we have a good striker. We're about we're about halfway there. We're about sixty percent of the way there on our spine. Still think we need another center back because Thiago Silva, as good as he is, his age is starting to show. You know, our keeper is our keeper. I'll just let that be because. I don't really rate him. But if you start to look at, you know, who we're putting in our center, Caicedo, Enzo, starting to put Cole Palmer there. If you're looking at who's starting up top now, we're starting to see, you know, a little bit of fight between Broha and Nicholas Jackson. We're starting to see players actually fight for their spot. We're starting to see people produce. It's starting to come together. Again, this is a Burnley team. I'm not going to say this is, you know, an Arsenal, a United. This is not a city. We still have to beat the teams that have won the Prem in the past five, six years. We still have to beat 
teams that have been in the top four the past couple of years because that hasn't been us. But when you see us string together two, three wins, it's good, man. It's it's just good for the soul. It, it's good to see because from week one, week two, me and Mike have been saying it. We have the team. Even with all of our injuries, I still believed we had the team. Even on their potch, you know, first couple of weeks trying to figure out who he wants to play, different playing styles. I still saw, you know, remnants of what we can be. And slowly but surely, every week, we're just climbing the hill. And it, and it looks good. You know, we see Arsenal, as Mike's been saying, in a in about 10 days. Um, so it's honestly good that we have this international break. I think this break came at the perfect time for us. We're on a high right now. Give everybody a little bit of chance to chill out. But when we come back, it has to be Arsenal. That's That, that should be the only thing on everyone's mind because – if you want to be considered a Chelsea team, if, if you want our status to come back as a top club, because right now we're not, we haven't been a top club in two years. If we really want our status to come back, if we want to stop being the laughing stop of the league, we have to beat these teams that are at the top of the table. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what's on my mind right now. It looks very, very good. Don't get me wrong. But this don't fool me. Like we, we still aren't clinical enough. We still had, I mean, that Burnley win was 3-1. It could have been 4 or 5. Sterling is starting to heat up. I need to see more production out of him. Again, I've been saying this since the beginning. He's our most senior player as far as in the Prem. He's played the longest out of all the players on our team. And as far as the, you know, the accolades and the championships he has, it speaks for himself. I need him to turn up a little bit more. Because once he starts turning up, it just trickles down and the rest of the team can understand this is what it takes to win a championship. And that's why I'm glad Cole Palmer is on our team, because we have two former City Cats that are both hungry to play. Both of them are hungry. Mm-hmm. And Cole Palmer, he wasn't getting the time because, you know, City is City. But we need to see those two specifically turn up so we can understand what championship mentality means. Because even Poch, Poch could only say so much, you know. Of course, he's won in, you know, in France, but his time in England, he was he was second fiddle to a lot of different managers. And I think he also has a chip on his shoulder, which helps, you know, the overall morale of our team. People know who Poch is. They know his resume in the Prem. You know, he's come second place in Champions League, second place in the league. He's come second place in FA Cups. So for him, he needs he needs this as much as the rest of our team does. You know, so it's it's kind of good to see all of us with a little chip on our shoulder kind of growing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see us string together two, three wins in a row, because I can't remember the last time we won three matches in a row. Seriously, like I really can't remember the last time we won three. So for us to get that, I think that even in itself is a small hurdle. And I don't know if Poch has been, you know, talking about the the mini battles during the season, but this is a mini hurdle that we finally accomplished. And now we look to get four. And then you look to get five and then you look to get six. And I know we have a tough, tough match in Arsenal coming up, but everybody's vulnerable. You know, I know they're undefeated, but anybody can take an L. It's the prime. So for me, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. But I, I like where we're headed mm-hmm. and I hope we can continue right now. We're the one team to not take it. Yeah, There's a question for you. Anyway. Um, let's say Fetty here says I need more from Sterling. I agree. What are your thoughts on Sterling so far this season? It's been hot and cold, man. It's yeah. been very, very hot and cold. He started off, I think, well, Liverpool, he didn't score. 
But when we beat Luton 3-1, I believe he had a brace. And then there were three games of him being completely silent. And then I think he went to the bench for a few games. He didn't even start. Mm-hmm. And now he's back starting again. Mm-hmm. So it's so for me, it's like, one, Pochettino knows who you are, bro. Like, first and foremost, Tottenham and City have had some of the more exciting matches in the past three, four years. You know, City, City, like, if there's been a City kryptonite over the last couple of years, it's been Tottenham. They've been yeah. able to get their number. 100%. So it's not like, yeah, so it's not like Pochettino doesn't know who Sterling is. This should be the guy who should be a leader. I've been saying this since week one. I really yep. look to him to hopefully be a leader this year. And he's been so hot and cold that you haven't really been able to, to see his impact that much. I need more from Sterling. I like. I don't really want to talk numbers, but it's more so just a presence thing. You can't go score a brace and then the next two matches be silent. And then come back, you know, a month later and then score a brace. And then hopefully, you know, the next week he isn't silent. But I, I can't put my faith in him to be that catalyst if, you know, it's – it's 1-1, 15 minutes left to go in a match, and I need to look at someone to to give me the confidence to go get that second goal, you know, to end it, you know, away at Brentford. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sterling is that guy right now. And right now, that's what our team is missing. We don't have Reese James. He's been injured. He was our original captain. I think that's who people would look forward to. But right now, we're kind of in that state of we're getting better, but I don't know necessarily if we got a leader. You know, like we haven't really been put in too difficult of a situation these past couple of weeks. You know, we've been playing. We played Fulham. We played Brighton. And then we just beat Burnley. Good teams. Don't get me wrong. But they're not the teams that we're looking to beat to make a status in this in, in, the, in the to make a stamp in the league. So for me, I, I need Sterling to be more of a leader. It doesn't always come from numbers. It all, always doesn't come from goals and assists. It comes from that presence, bro. You need to have your presence felt every match. Whether it be you working to get back and make a tackle that stops, you know, a breakaway or, you know, whether it's scoring two goals and getting an assist. I just need you to be more consistent. And that's my thing with that. uh, that's my thing with Sterling. I that's that. I feel that. That's on your first, you know, three wins in a row. I think, <laughs> um, I, think I, I would say this about all your Prem wins. I think they're super fraudulent. Mm. I think mean, they're extremely fraud. All your Pren wins are There's, no, there's nothing fraudulent about three points. No. I, I'm I, not mad at it. I, I'm I think... It. I think it, I, okay, I'm speaking in their standards, though, from their standards. I think beating Luton and Burnley and who... Is that it? Luton, Burnley, and someone else. Luton, Luton Burnley, Brighton. Oh. <clears throat> no, Brighton was... And yeah, bro, this is the level. Yeah. But yeah, like like as bad as it sounds right now, this is our level. Like we can't. I mean, look, we we went from finishing 12th place last year to just now getting our first three game win streak. You know, I you got to take everything with a grain of salt. New manager, new team, new 100 million dollars spent. You know, <laughs> whatever it is, new a, another Billy spent. We're we're recreating this Chelsea team, and for me, the little wins. Are what's going to get me through this season? Because if I get mad at every little, we only be looting two one. Oh, we should have. Like I'm, I'm going to be frustrated the whole year. No, so I have I'm to take here. the baby wins. I got to take the baby wins. And like I said, none of these, none of these wins move me. What's going to move me is when we beat a top four team. I'm glad. I'm That's glad you. I'm glad you said that. I just, I, I'm, 
I'll say that I'm not moved. That's what I want to say. Too. I'm, not, I'm moved. not moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm never going to be mad about three points. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah no, but you can never be mad about three points. Ever. Mike, Mike says, bring me Arteta. We're going to see him soon. I see him soon. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. All right. We'll see you next week. Yeah, <laughs> Take man. us home, man. Match of the week. Yeah, man. Let, let, let's shift gears. Talk about Arteta over here. Match of the week. The Mandem were finally able to do what they couldn't do last year, twice in the last four weeks of the year. All they had to do was get one win against City, they win the league, and then this year they want to do it. But you know what? Arteta said it last – I believe Arteta said it after the game um, this past weekend, and I agree with him 100%. I believe it took those two L's to City last year, losing the league – all the scrutiny, everything they heard over the summer to come back and get the dub this year. I think it was all, I mean, people talk about the script. This was the script for sure. This was one of the matches that I believed Arsenal was going to win. When I looked at the schedule, when I saw how they played leading up into this match, when I saw City, because we've been saying it, man, City looks City looks beatable, bro. Y'all been looking shaky these past couple of weeks, putting together some mm-hmm. fraudulent wins. And I believe... This was one of those matches where you can't hide behind that. You know what I mean? Arsenal came to play. Second half, they turned up even more. I believe second half was when they were like, yo, nah, City ain't the City from last year. Let's turn up on these cats. And and you were able to see it. The substitutions, I believe, by Arteta were at the perfect time. He made the right subs, brought on fresh legs at the perfect time. And, you know, say what you want to say about the goal they scored. And I believe it was on frame before, you know, the deflection even happened. So, you can talk about that, but you know, soccer is football is one man. Football is one at at on some some skimpy little instances sometimes. But this is one of those matches where I won't call it that. I believe it was a very, very, very tough clash of the titans, and you know, a one nil win is pretty respectable. And you know, Arsenal now is tied for first place. City is now in third, looking above. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as tradition goes, losers go first. So, Solo, take the stage, my boy. What's going on with your squad? Yeah, so... Um, I think I this is the first time y'all lost two matches in a row since 2016. That's what they were saying. It's been a minute. Uh, it's been a... I mean, Arsenal broke his 12-game losing streak against us, hoping that we uh, do the same for against Tottenham this year. But it's not looking likely. Um, but, you know, honestly, man, I said it at the end of... The, during the match preview... I, this is the one I was least I was least confident for. This is the least top, this least confident I felt going into an Arsenal game, and you know it comes down to just you know we were Facts. we were missing some key folk, uh, and Facts. Colin Mike. included. We were missing some key folk. Colin included. He's been a little bit. He's been very quiet actually. The past couple games, nine with, with the link ups, nine, and <laughs> you know Kovacic. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, and hit that Kyrie. Legs and stuff the whole time. I'm like, man, I get it. It's his first year. He just got injured. He wants to come back and play good and everything. But I'm like, bro, don't throw them legs out there recklessly. Um, especially like, you know, you don't want to hurt no other player. But I'll say this: like, I think even with all that said, one one really good thing is our defense is better than I expected. Vardy old is just really good. Um, we were, even though we did concede that goal, uh, the fact that we were just holding them, holding up as much as we were to Arsenal's pressure in the second half, um, 
was impressive for me. But I think ultimately this this L lands on Pep. I think he mm-hmm. felt the pressure of the game. Um, and he he didn't overthink, but he tinkered too much. Cause like, why you got Bernardo at the six? Why is Phil and Alvarez on the wings when you might as well just be starting Doku? Uh, you know, Rico Lewis as the 10 is cool, but like Rico Lewis is still learning, he's young. Um, and so I was just in my in my mind, I'm like, man, I would have really appreciated like having uh I, I think if you could stay more calm and just started who we started our last game that we won in the in the Champions League we would have had a better chance. But all that aside, all that aside, this is this is when boys become men and, and Arsenal uh have definitely showed up um after last year. They just they really show that they I think they're ready they're ready to kind of make up on those promises they were putting they were putting together last year. Um and yeah Holland needs to show up. That's all I could say is like he he needs to figure out what's going on. Missing KDB is bad and missing Rodri is definitely bad too. But like at the end of the day, you're still a striker, man. You can't rely that much on on service. So, you got to do something. What do you think has been the key um, for Erling Holland to, to like kind of go missing? I guess lately. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin man, Kevin. Kevin De Bruyne. Like he's he, he's a, you know, I think I feel like after all said and done, I know we just talked about one other goat Belgium player in the Premier League, but I think when all said and done, we're gonna see. KDB really like people are gonna really remember like oh this guy was important he was really important for the league for his team during that time period um and yeah him gone him going was just was just has been what Holland's missing but also I don't want to underestimate I don't want to understate Saliba um he was holding that man down like I was just whole time I was like yo let, let up off him like there was there was multiple times where I was surprised like I already rated Saliba last year with the injuries and stuff but the fact that he, the way that he showed up this one, I was like, man. But I'll say this though, Rodri there, I think we're I think we're winning it. Um, I think we were desperate for like some some type of like consistency in the mid, uh, and so I think missing um, missing Rodri was just too big of a too big of a gap. We can we can survive a little bit with KDB if Rodri's there, but we're missing our creative and our defensive like uh, solidity in the in the midfield. What do you expect? But I don't want to take anything from Arsenal because that it's still a hard game to win, and they they showed up and did that. So, um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, that's right. Yes, that's I'm sorry, Bernadette, but I think that's I it up. I, I think that's yeah. Yeah, go ahead, and say it. I don't know where you're from, but cap over here means I think that's a lie. <laughs> that's true. Um, I just want to go ahead and say that. I appreciate your comment though. It's all love. It's all love. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, the to where you pick where you left off at Saliba. I think Saliba's a Rolls Royce. Come on, bro, that guy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let his playing do the talking to to, to where he gets his, his respect because he 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 doesn't seem to get people's respect um, for whatever reason. But week in week out, he shows how important he is. Um, and that doesn't also come from a great partner in Gabriel too, because I don't know why we didn't start Gabriel from the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like a discipline thing. I honestly think it was probably a disciplinary thing where he just didn't say anything to the media and just, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't start in the beginning of the season, but obviously this man needs to start. We all know why. The yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what, what happened, but he needs to come back. 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think first half we 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 definitely looked shaky and scared. Um, especially like the first 20 minutes. They definitely had a they had a couple chances to score. They honestly should have scored um a couple of times, I felt like. And we definitely had a shaky start, but we we just continued to grow into the game. Um and <laughs> and uh you know throughout the match, you know, I always kind of just knew that if we kept it if if it was nil no going into it, we always have the upper the upper hand, we're at home. We have a 12th man in, in the fans. And um, as the game kind of continued uh, and went on, I think Arteta did the, had a perfect managerial, you know, match. You know, he, he saw Trissard wasn't working and he immediately brought, Mar- brought on Martinelli because I didn't know if he was going to be, you know, even a, a, a half fit of a match, you know, if he could play a half, but able to come on and immediately when Martinelli came on, you saw the, you saw the difference in play. We looked just so much better because um, Kyle Walker pretty much had nothing to do for the first half. Uh, so, you know, bringing on Martinelli was definitely a spark. And then, um, you know, all the subs that followed, uh, even if you look back to the goal, um, it was our four subs that combined to get us the goal. Partey to Tamiyasu, or Partey to uh, Tamiyasu, Tamiyasu to, Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz and Martinelli, and that's how we scored. So, um, you know, and even before videos that came out, even before uh, Partey played the ball, ball he told Tommy Asu and Kai Havertz to go like this. He told Tommy Asu, like, yo, like, go right mm-hmm. like this to Kai Havertz. Um, so, well done, Arteta. Uh, you know, um, well done by him. But the, the player I want to talk about last – well, not even last um, – the player I want to talk about next was was Declan Rice. I think that's I think that's been his best performance in the Arsenal shirt so far. Um, he every week he just shows how how important he is to our team. Um, I, I really feel very secure. Like I'm not gonna lie, I sure he doesn't even know what to say. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know how. Like I haven't had this in a very long time. Yeah. Like just someone to just hold it down in the middle of the park. It's been mm-hmm. a long time. Shock. Um nah, not like this. It's yeah. this is it, nah, not like this. It's it's a it's a sight to see, especially with having like Saliba and Gabrielle like behind them too. Like I don't in, in certain situations, even in this match, I would feel a little worried, but then like Declan Rice is there, and I'm like, all right, like we have a proper midfielder who's gonna defend when you know he just knows he's just very aware um and i think he just he just had an unbelievable match you know even when he did lose the ball the few times he made up the uh he made it up on 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 the defensive side um and the i'm i'm just happy we paid the money man i'm just happy to pay the money i'm just happy we paid it and you know we got that done uh but the, the actually the last player i want to talk about is our keeper <clears throat> Because he's part of the reason we almost lost this match. Um, he was our only hope. I was like, if we, if we, (laughs) like, I was like, take shots, bro, shoot from like thirty out. He's scared. And I mean, this is Arteta's guy, clearly. You know, this is this. This, like I said, Kai Havertz is Arteta's guy. Um, this is obviously Arteta's guy. It's like Odegaard's Arteta's guy. You know, it's just it is what it is. Um, but. I've I've said from 
from week one, and maybe I didn't say it on the pod from week one, but I've told Yasser this. I've had extensive conversations with him. Shout out to him. Um, I don't trust this guy's feet. And I know that everyone's been saying, like, oh, he's a ball-playing center back. You know, he can ping a ball here or there. And as we grew into the match, you know, he definitely grew into the match as well. He did have some some better long balls, and he definitely pinged it out to um, – to our wingers a, a lot better, but I've seen eight matches of of poor, poor play with your feet, and I, I, obviously you're, you're going to continue to start because even after the match, Arteta said, "No, we had some things we had to work out," and I fully back him, and no, he's fine. But I'm just looking at like you can't be, you can't do this, you can't do this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like we 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 had the we had the look of the gods on our on our sides in that match. I feel like as well because we got a deflection for the goal and Alvarez could have scored. Julian Alvarez could have just scored on a deflection. Yeah, you know, a couple of times he came out, he just he didn't hit the ball. You know, out the back was was poor until the last thirty minutes of the match. Really, and we, when we really were in the match, you know it. Save wise, you know, you you've shown me what you can do, but I'm not seeing the playing out of the back. Even even when it comes to even it's something as simple as when Ramsdale used to start, when he used to play it into Declan Rice's feet or Shaka's feet or whoever's feet, he would say right left or back to me or whatever the case may be. Is a clear communication mm-hmm. that Varia plays it in there. I don't see anything. You know, and I'm not trusting your words because, yes, you might be loud, but, bro, it might be so loud in there or mm-hmm. you're in an opponent's stadium that you someone might not hear you. Like, you have to you have to point. You know, you have to give that person that direction. And I know Declan Rice is, you know, he's proper, so he's going to look up his shoulder and all that. But, you know, still, it's just little things like that. I'm not seeing – I'm not seeing how he's helping us build out the back because over the past couple of matches, he, he hasn't helped us build out the back at all, really. So – I was going to say, like, in a match of good decisions made by Arteta, that one just didn't make sense to me. Because I was just like, this is too big of a game to put somebody that's only played, what, three games at this point? No, and listen, listen, this is his guy, bro. This is his guy. This is Dang, I was like, he's been good. Man. He's been good, though. He's been good for Brentford mm-hmm. all all last season. And, yes, he's been good for us when he's come in. He's, has, he's definitely made some great saves. But we also brought him in because we said we want more stability back there. Um, and especially with – we play out the backs. So we want someone who's more stable with their feet, and they felt that Ramsdale wasn't providing that. And I understand – and he is better on crosses as well. His 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 um, ability to read crosses and come out bigger guy, better on crosses. But what we really brought him in, in for was to play out the back and make us calmer back there, but I don't feel calmer with him on the ball. Nah. No. Yeah. I don't at all. And I don't think he's as techie. Just what he sh- this is just what he's shown me so far, and I've watched him straight for eight matches. So, I mean, outside of that, I'm happy about the win. It's something we haven't done in a very long time. We needed that to show that we're serious, and now I feel like we can actually win the title. Yeah. I was about to say, because your guys' is like all-time like aggregate record is crazy. It's terrible. Against City. <laughs> like, well, recently, rec- I think we're still up on, like, you know, just – all time, but yeah. yeah, like all time, but recently, yeah, all time, been, yeah, that's yeah, the, it's been terrible. Last decade um, or so, it's been, it's been yeah. slow, yeah. yeah. But 
I'm happy about the win, man. Um, shout out my boys. Shout out Declan Rice. Simple yes or no question for you, Gabriel. Is Arsenal the best team in the Premier League? I mean, I think. I think. You can't even say it like over. Yeah, see? I, I don't think. know. Like, I think. I, 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 think. I, I mean, I, I felt like we were the best team in the Premier League last year. I do think we are the best Premier League in the Premier or team in the Premier League. Um, I feel like that last year, and I feel like this even more this year because our team is even better. Um, I feel like we got we could have got the job done last year, and we didn't. Um, but I feel like we have the we've brought in reinforcements, um, and we're a lot better now. So I feel even more confident, and I feel like we we, we might be bringing in even more people soon. Um, so your intelligence is is. I don't. I don't even. I mean, who? that's fine. That's Bill fine. You that's who? that's that's fine. I who I want, y'all know who I want. Hey, y'all, I, I want I want it. I want Ivan Tony. It. That's who you I need, want. You need Mike. Mike. And, <laughs> and um, and if we add him to our team, then I think our team is complete. And this is the last thing I'll say. Like Gabriel Jesus is a great player. And I love the way he can hold the ball up and, you know, he works hard for the team and um, he links up play and stuff like that. But there's so many situations where I don't see just like that instinct of a nine. I just don't. And there's so many times that, you know, he's not even just in this match, but just in his Arsenal career that he just might be in the box. And it's just sometimes, bro, just just shoot like. You know, just don't, don't try to dribble. Like, nah, do you get in there? You see a window. Just shoot because you don't know what deflection, what this, what that is going to take. And just even even just, like, remembering things. And um, I, I watched the highlights like just earlier. S- certain times it was just like, bro, just po- toe poke it. Who, who knows what's going to happen? Just toe poke it. You know, and I think that's that's what Ivan Tony is going to bring. And that's, that's how he scored. Te- that's how he adds probably scores 10 of his goals. Oh, let me just take this shot or take whatever in deflection and vibes. Yeah, just just take a chance. Just take a chance. And I think, you know, there are already reports coming out that he's unhappy that he's been used as a striker recently and blah blah blah. Mm. But I mean, I think he like like I said a a month ago, he 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 better start getting used to it (laughs) because Mm -hmm. this man comes in, it's over with, and everyone's pushing for it too. You have Ian Wright already coming out. These reports are here. So, yeah. What did Harry say? I think Jesus, just real quick on that. Pep, like, he, man. He saw it early. Yeah, Pep saw it early. He did. And the thing was, like, but also part of the reason why he's the way that he is is because Pep, like, put too much structure and rigidness on him. He he was he makes him play a role and not like playing the game almost at times. And so that's my only thing is like, I think like that took a lot of that out of him. So maybe I hope Arteta can see that because when he was at in Brazil, if you ever saw him highlights, he was shooting from everywhere for no reason. Like, yeah, but, but solo, we 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 a year we a year deep yeah. now. Yeah. You if he's you, not you showed me ball. you showed me last year that you you were gonna you were gonna do what you want wanted out here. <laughs> you showed me that last year, so I don't want to. Why are you acting queen now? 
I'm not saying don't get rid of him. I'm saying if he's if he doesn't get it right, I think Ivan Tolly would would fix everything up. But if he don't get it right by the end of this year, he's definitely could be on fraud watch. He could be a fraud watch. Uh, by then, I don't think he's to that level yet. I don't I just don't think he'll ever score 20 Premier League goals. But he's not a nine though. I don't think he'll ever. He's at nine. He's not a nine. I, oh. I feel like he's never he's never been a nine. No, no. Like, what do you? I feel like for me, he's always been best like off the off he's the a winger. Like you need he's that because he, he, he loves to link up and he loves to dribble. Take your yeah. t- go on the wing, bro. If you want to hold it up, you can be. You're stronger, Martinelli. Low key, hold it up on the wing. We will ping yeah. it out to you, bro. That's what I'm for saying. Sure, he's but nah. In terms of just pure instinct of a nine, you're just not there, bro. Because against that Tottenham match, Ivan Tony's not missing that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just don't see it. I yeah. don't see it. I just don't yeah. see it. So, we'll see. No, I believe that's fair. I mean. This uh, game of the week, and it held up to be exactly what, you know, I, could have been more goals, obviously, but it was definitely a hard fought, like I said, clash of the Titans. And sometimes you get a goal off a deflection, and that's what that's what separates the two sometimes. But, but yeah, man. Yeah, man. Another good episode. Another good episode. Another good episode. <laughs> we, we're on international break right now, so obviously no Premier League games this weekend. But El Solo. You know, I, I, I'd be I'd be remiss I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Afcon draw that happened today. Crazy, you know, it's, it's Africans talk football TV. We got the Afcon coming up. Um, yeah, I mean, were you guys able to see it at all, or look at any of the groups? Wasn't able to see it, but I was able to see the groups. These groups are wild. Some crazy <laughs> groups in there. Some so crazy wild. groups right now. I'm just trying to see. When, what, what's the game? Oh, yeah, the Sen- Senegal Cameroon game will be fun. At least Senegal Cameroon's going that that whole group, that whole group is actually going to be very very fun to watch. Yeah, I think I think Nigeria's group is extremely interesting. Yeah, extremely. Oh oh man, and then there's also Egypt and Ghana, Salah and I don't know who's at Ghana, but I always put them in that group category. But oh yeah, Ghana got a good team. I'm sorry the. You know, the Mandem didn't make it this year, but yeah, you know, was, uh, <laughs> like that. We don't work together very well. That's yeah, the man. I told La, you all the time. <laughs> La, La Bura couldn't make it either, man. <laughs> Great individual sports. But... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we you know we looked decent, decent last year. We 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 had a respectable showing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, man, good episode. A lot of good topics. Um. Got a lot of good things coming at you guys, so stay tuned. Um, Till then, as always, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Good luck to you.